Well, hello, and welcome to the Sunday Supper Podcast of Benny Mudra Wellness. I am James Benny, and I am your ever humble and grateful spiritual servant of today. Um, I'd like to talk today about a subject that I am sure every single person that is listening can relate to, and it is why do people let us down, and why do we allow people to let us down? And I'm sure you've experienced people letting you down and not living up to the standards that you have placed upon them, right? Um, And we do this all the time. We rely on someone and we rely on them. And then all of a sudden, what do they do? They turn around and they stab us in the back or they don't show up or they just act like they don't care. And I've come to the realization that the truth is we tend to rely on people who are unreliable, knowing they're unreliable, but maybe something in our hearts wants to give them another chance. You know, it's like squeezing an orange. When you squeeze an orange, guess what's going to come out? Orange juice. Guess what's not going to come out? Apple juice. You may really want apple juice. Apple juice might be the thing that you need to succeed in this moment, but for some damn reason, you choose the orange instead of the apple, knowing that you're going to get orange juice. People will show up as they have always shown up. It is the way it works. If people continue to let you down, if you, if you can't rely on someone, do not ever rely on this person again, period. It is the spiritual boundary of saying no. And sometimes you have to say no to yourself. No, I am not going to allow this person in. No, I'm not going to give this person a second chance. No, this person isn't going to show up for their shift. No, this person isn't going to be there when I need them to be there. When people show themselves to you, see it and accept it. And I'm not saying that change can't happen because Lord knows that I have gone through changes in my life and I have tried to become more reliable and a better friend and a better son and a better partner. Yes, change is possible, but for many, it isn't. And that is just the damn truth. And the truth is a spiritual concept that so many people do not want to see. There's so much spiritual bypassing going on today, and there's so much false positivity running around. You know, people could change, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know what? They can't unless they do the work, unless they seriously sit down and do the work. And if this person is not doing that, then there is no room for change in their life. And they will attract people who they most likely can take advantage of because they are not reliable. And most likely, there are deep-seated issues and traumas, whether they be physical, spiritual, mentally, or emotionally, that contributes to the fact that they're unreliable. And I look at that with compassion, as we all should. But it does not mean that you need to let this person into your life. The lesson isn't, although, for them to learn. The lesson is for us to learn. Why are you seeking reliability from someone who is not reliable? What is that need that lives deep within your own subconscious self that needs to constantly put yourself, constantly put your energy into a state of suffering? Why are you seeking out false light, false people, false friendships when real friendships and real light and real love is so available to all of us at every moment and we simply have to choose to let it in? Why do we let in the wrong people? And then why, when when we do let in the wrong people, knowing that they're the wrong people, why do we react so intensely negative towards that person when they simply just show us who they are? And that is a deep, deep spiritual lesson, not for the unreliable, but for the person who seeks the unreliable. You know, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, you know, right now, in that this is coming from a real place in my heart. I, you know, recently, uh, you know, am pushing myself and my business to a different level. You know, Benny Mudra Wellness to me has always been this sacred space of healing, a place where people could grow and learn and, and a place where I can enrich people's lives spiritually and physically and emotionally and mentally. And I'm doing that now on a, on a different level, on maybe a bigger scale. I'm involving other practitioners and other people of the higher consciousness community, and I use that term very loosely, uh, as part of my plan, as part of what I want to do. Not because I'm looking to squeeze money out of people, because I 
because I believe in people. I believe in the power that people have to change the society. I believe in the power that people have to change each other. And if I can create a platform to help people do that, then you know what? God is leading me there. And I say, yes, God, I say yes to the ideas. I say yes to the doors that are being opened. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to pick and choose the most reliable people to, you know, be within my tribe. It doesn't mean that a Judas doesn't exist amongst the apostles. There always will be. And sometimes you don't realize that that person is there, or sometimes you do, but you want to give them another chance because you believe in the, the innate goodness of people, right? It's like the transcendentalists. They believe that there is innate good in everybody. And I do believe there is innate good in everybody, but I also believe that there's a lot of shit that people go through that contribute to their negative self or their dark self. And then they act that dark self out, right? They, they create a movie around that dark character and they come across shitty and they hurt people and they let people down. And so, you know, I booked someone on a gig and they were doing their thing, you know, and I, I, I really appreciated this particular person and what they had to offer. And, you know, long story short, it's not about what happened. Uh, they, they didn't show up. They didn't show up for something. And I, in the end, I looked bad. And, you know... I can't blame anyone but myself. I can't blame that person that I, I sought reliability from because this person was not ever reliable. Just because there's talent doesn't mean there's reliability. I can't blame the third party for being upset that this person didn't show up because they have nothing to do with it. Who I need to blame and the person I need to look at and have some type of realization is myself. It is not the person that I put these expectations upon that quite honestly couldn't handle having that many expectations around them because of A, B, and C, and D, the issues that they have uh, within their own psyche. You know, and what do we do? You know, what do we do in this moment? Each person out there that is listening to me right now, I, I know that People have let you down, that people have become unreliable. And this could be a family member, it could be a friend, it could be a boss, a spouse, uh, you know, and so on and so forth. A coworker, an employee, you know. And I, you know, let me preface by saying that, that throughout my spiritual career, I become a spiritual, a cynically spiritual, <laughs> in that. Life is life and life happens. Not everything has this big spiritual purpose. Sometimes people are just crappy. And that's, that's the end of the story. And it is up to, to us to realize that and cut that person out of our lives. Why do we have to put up with that? Why do we allow people to contribute to our suffering? We suffer enough. We have our own shit. We have our own problems. We have our own insecurities and our own traumas that we are trying every day to heal, dragging our boots through the mud, dragging your boots through, you know, snow and rain and sleet and storms, just trying to find some sense of happiness or some sense of belonging or some sense of realization. Why do we have to handle other people's? Why do we have to bring the storms of others into our lives when our lives are stormy enough? And unless you have room for their storm, and unless you feel that their storm can actually turn into sunlight, then drop it like it's hot. I'm sorry. That's the spiritual law. If someone is doing you wrong, you drop them. You let them go. It is radical transformation. And radical transformation is choosing to transform radically without any rationality, right? And we do that. We have these people in our lives who, you know, let us down. They're not comforting. They are energy suckers, energy vampires. They take and take, but, you know, they won't give. And if they do give, it's very conditional. There's no unconditional love from these people. Why do we allow this? And why can't we just radically say no? There's no need to do anything else. So today I do want to talk about what do you do when someone like this is in your life? You know, how do you do? How do you do it? What do you do? How do you react? How do you not react? 
I really want to talk about reactivity because we are living either, or you are choosing to live either in a state of reactivity or a state of productivity. Those are your two choices, people. There's nothing in between. You're either reacting to life or you're proactive within life. You're either, you're either letting life dictate you or your you are dictating life. You are going to dictate your happiness and your freedom, right? Life isn't going to dictate that for you because life will do that enough. You, in every moment that you possibly can, you are going to dictate the scenario. You are going to dictate the outcome. And so the first thing, the first thing I would say today, and I'm dealing with this right now, and you probably can tell because I am, I am letting go right now. I'm in a state of full release of my emotions. That's why I thought it was good to come on right now. And this, this concept is burning in my soul um, and dragging me into a place of reactivity. I'm trying not to react. I'm trying to say, James, step back from the situation. The first step in dealing with someone who lets you down or does something to you is to pause and not do anything. Don't feel anything about it. And say to yourself, what an amazing moment this is. Thank you, person, for doing this to me. Why? Why do I thank that person for bringing me into a state of reaction? Well, I thank them because they are the cause, right? They are creating this in me. And you can't create something in someone that doesn't already exist, right? It already is there. The seed is already planted. So really what this person is doing is they are just mirror, mirroring this imbalance within you. And that imbalance is bringing you to a place of reaction because it exists. So I thank that person for doing this because they're giving you or they're giving me in this moment the opportunity to change. They're giving me an opportunity to allow myself to flow into a proactive state of consciousness, which is not reacting and actually taking a pause and a couple breaths and seeing them as a cause, not an effect. And that is a hard pill to swallow for some people because people are not the cause of your unhappiness. They're simply the effect of your need to be unhappy. Think of that. They are not the cause of your unhappiness. They are the effect of your need to suffer and whatever caused that need to suffer within you. So when we look at someone who lets us down, they're not letting you down. You have let yourself down. Because if you trace back the relationship, most likely this person has not been there for you before. And you keep putting your trust in the ice cream man to create you a hammer. You're going to the hardware store for milk. And how long can you do that? And you know, eventually the hardware store is going to be like, get out. I don't, sir. I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, we don't sell that. Stop looking here. Get out. And the way that people do that is they become more and more intolerable and more and more, but unreliable. So it makes you look at yourself. Why are you so unreliable? Why do you allow yourself not to succeed? Why are you casting people in your movie that don't want to be there? Why are you casting people in your movie that do not want to be cast? Those are the people that are going to give you the most headaches. Those are the people who are going to ask for the most. Those are the people who will walk out without caring how this, it will affect you in your life, how it will affect your environment, how it will affect your financial stability, how it will affect blah, 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 blah. They don't care. That's the point because they're not getting what they want. They don't want to be there. Stop putting them there. You're putting them there. I'm putting them there. And it's, it's a hard concept. So the first step we have to do, the first thing we have to look at is stop reacting. 
Just say no. Just stop reacting to these people that are causing imbalances in your life and see it as a pleasure. See it as a pleasure. See it as a way for you to reconnect to the truth. See them as a way to you, for you to reconnect to the light so that you never have to deal with a person like that again. And that, my friend, will bring you immediately into a place of abundance and joy and bring you into a state of mind that will help you find the right people for your movie, the right people for your life, the people that will support you and be there for you and will be understanding and the people that just want to help without expecting so much back or without bringing in their garbage and their baggage. The people who will be professional, right? If you want to be professional, then you need professional people. Stop hanging out with unprofessionals. If you want to be a great artist, hang out with people who are great artists or who at least are doing art, not people who are suffering because they are not doing it. You know, it, it's a sad truth that people suck. And I know this is coming from a quote-unquote spiritual guru First of all, I will never call myself a guru. And anyone around you who calls themselves a guru, run for the hills. This person is not a guru. This person is most likely the most unreliable person you can imagine because they're only in it for self-gratification. It is the poor man who will serve you the most. It is the humble person that will give you everything. It is those people that will change your life, not the guru. Not the guru. They give you false ideas that they're changing your life, but they're truly not. If anything, you're changing your own life. So no, I'm not a guru. So yes, I can say people suck because the truth is, the radical truth is, people do sucky things. Therefore, people can suck. And guess what? You can suck. I can suck. I have sucked. I have been a sucky friend. I have been a sucky partner. I have not been the best in my life to people, but I own it. Do you own your suckiness? I mean, come on, I own mine. I know when I'm being sucky, but I know enough now to say I don't want to show up that way anymore because that's not how I want people to show up for me. And so maybe these unreliable people that are popping into your life are just representing that sucky-ass part of yourself that you can't let go. You know, you don't want to be a sucky person. You don't want to be a mean person. You don't want to be that. Why? Because trust me, it will come back to bite you in the ass tenfold. You have to realize that karma isn't this thing that instantly happened. It's not like, bam, you do something, bam, you know, it, it, the, the, the effect happens. No, there's time. Time is the space in between cause and effect, and we have no control over time. It could take a month, it could take years, it could take decades. But let me tell you, it will come. It will come back to you in the form of people, places, and things, and experiences, and health, and emotional turmoil, and when it does come back, you really won't want it there. It will be the exact moment where you don't want it to happen. Well, there it is. It does. You know, you plant a seed. Is an oak tree going to just appear in your garden overnight? You plant that seed. The next day you look out and bam, there's an oak tree. No, it's going to take decades, decades, years. You might be dead before this oak tree is, you know, at full strength. But... Don't think the universe doesn't recognize that, that that seed was planted and that oak tree will appear. And that oak tree can appear in the form of a person. And if that seed is planted with love and positivity and self-worth, then that oak tree is going to feed you. It's going to shade you. It's going to provide comfort and fruit. But if you put nothing but nonsense into the universe and garbage and nastiness, then guess what? That tree is going to be the bane of your existence. It's going to block your view. It's not going to supply any shade and it will not be your friend, but it is not evil. It is just simply giving you what you put out. It is teaching you a lesson. So that oak tree can have the ability to become your greatest spiritual teacher 
The gurus are not your spiritual teachers. It is the people that hurt you that are your spiritual teachers. Because the guru believes they're in the light. The guru believes that they have this magical, mystical power to help heal people because they've put, been put on this earth for some divine cause. And their egos are probably the size of the world trade. You know, uh, but the sinner and the person that wants to hurt you, they probably don't even think about the light. They probably aren't in that space to understand the workings, the inner workings of spirituality. And that gives them great power, way more power than anyone who's out to heal you. The people who hurt you have all the power. They are your truest teachers. They are your gurus. And so that dad who was unreliable, who left you when you were young, the mom who was an alcoholic, who abandoned you, didn't treat you the way you needed to be treated, the parents that abandoned you completely and you found yourself in foster care, you know, the friends that don't show up for you, the boss who fires you for no reason, all these people, they are your masters. They are the ascended masters for you. And when you wake up to the fact that these people exist in your life, for a reason, you can change it. And that, I truly believe, that is not some weird magical spell that I'm trying to create. And I'm not you know, blowing smoke up your butt with positive spirituality. That's a fact. That is a law of spirituality, the law of the universe. What you put out, you shall receive tenfold. And that includes people. Now, there are certain circumstances where you are born into like I said, parents and things of that nature, where you're just born into a situation where people are constantly letting you down as a child. And did you do something to deserve that? Did you put something out into the universe to deserve being treated that way as a young child? And the answer is no, you did not put anything out because you don't know better. But it is most likely a lesson that you are born to learn. And so you gave yourself that gift before you even came here harder pill to swallow. And then what you need to do is to learn how to undo it, to unbind yourself from that. And that's challenging, man. It is not easy. And there's not enough sayings in the spiritual dictionary that can help some people with that. It could take years of therapy. It could take a lot of work to find worth after being abandoned or not loved as a child. And so we can say to ourselves that perhaps some of the people that we are inviting into our lives who continue to let us down, they might not never, they might never have received that love. And so we are connecting to these people who never had a shot because their childhood was a mess. Maybe your childhood was a mess. Did you see the layers of just unhealed energy and imbalanced energy living in this illusion called earth? called the human body. We're meant to transcend this. When you live in a reactory place, when you live in that state of reacting to everything, you are trapped in the matrix. You are just another pawn in the game of life. You have no power. You believe everything people tell you. You get mad at everyone. You play the victim. You're never wrong. You can't be accountable for anything you say, do. And that's not living. That is not truly living. That is not connecting to the greatest source of good that is available to you. That's connecting to your ego and the need to be right, the need to be coddled, the need to be a victim, the need to blame others. And I can go on and on and on and on and on. You know, uh, we all do it. I am guilty of it as well, right? We're all guilty of that. We all have a bunch of needs within us. Some of them are positive, but some of them are negative, right? The need for accolation, the need for love can, yes, lead to the action of giving. You can be a great humanitarian. You can give to others, but you're acting 
solely upon the need to be revered. So therefore, it trumps, sorry to use that word, um, the fact that you're giving because it's not coming from the right place. So you are creating false light and you are creating a void within yourself. You are not feeding the positivity and you are not making change. You are causing destruction. You are not the cause. You are the effect. You are reacting. And when we react, we become an effect. We want to be the cause, right? You want to be the cause of your life. God, the divine light, the creator of all, is the cause. We are the effect. We were the effect. We were just receiving his greatest good, her greatest good always. But something shifted within us, you know, before the Big Bang. And we said, God, no, we want to be the creator. We want to create. We want to help others. We want to feel what it is to be the cause of something. We don't just want to sit here and, and receive and receive and receive. There's no fun in that. There's no fun in that. We want to feel successful and we're just given stuff without doing anything. There's no success there. It just is. And because God is almighty and wants to appease us, says, okay, but you're making your own bed. And what happens? Free will comes in. The universe is created and we create the matrix. We create this game where we now can become the cause of our life. But the underbelly of that is darkness. The only way to find light and to be the cause is to come from a place of complete darkness. God created a void, created darkness, so that we can be the cause. Because something has to come from nothing. Do you understand? Something has to come from nothing. And we can say that nothing is maybe the dark, right? If you want to call it that. The void. The, the, the dark matter dark space. Even though I believe dark space is beautiful, uh, some people can't handle it. It's a rough place to be in because the power to create is the option. And what people do is instead of creating truths within that dark space, they create falsehoods, they create ego, war, destruction. They manifest the wrong people in their lives. And what are they truly creating? Nothing. They're just living in the void. They're living in that darkness. They're living in the suffering. But as soon as you say, nope, no, my brother, I am no longer interested in suffering. I'm no longer interested in allowing people to contribute to my dark void. Therefore, I say no. But I say no with love, not with contentment or anger. That's reactory. We say no with love. Thank you, my friend, for showing me this. Thank you, brother, for letting me see that I need to be around people who are not really there for me. Because that's a big imbalance. And maybe that realization can help us to begin to change and to plant new seeds so that in our future, these brighter and more spiritual loving oak trees will surround us and we won't be in a forest of doom, <laughs> you know? Or maybe this, the dark forest will reveal Oz. It will reveal something bigger, something more magical for us. Or maybe it'll just bring us back to the truth. It'll bring us back home, back to that place within our side, in ourselves that knows the wisdom and the courage that truly exists in our hearts to be self-sufficient, to take care of ourselves, to let go of the people who hurt us with love so that new people can come in and so that we can trust because all we have are people. That's what we have. We have people. You know, we have the earth and we have the 99%, which is the spiritual plane and the interdimensions of the subconscious, yes, that all exists for us too, but that's mystical and it's, it's unexplained for many people and many people don't even believe in it, so they don't look there. Who do they look to? They look to people, right? Then we have the earth. The earth is tangible, but a lot of people don't look to the earth. They don't look for natural remedies. They don't look to nature for help or guidance. They look to destroy it or they take it for granted. So who do they look for at? 
people. Now you also have yourself. You also have your own heart and your own wisdom to turn to. You have your higher self to turn to. But do people turn to that? No, they turn to people. So you're putting yourself in a place where you can really be let down because it is in people's nature to be, you know, uh, sucky, <laughs> to let people down, to only care about themselves. Now, that's not everyone. There are amazing people out there, and I've met many, but I'm just saying, in general, generally speaking, you know, that's the truth. When you put all your trust in the fact that people are going to be the only thing that can help you or heal you, then you are going to let yourself down because there are so many other avenues to find what you want to find. So many other avenues. And when you find those avenues, guess what? You will connect to the right people because the right people are lining the streets of that avenue and people will become valuable in your life in the way to success. And success to me is abundance and freedom and being and living and seating and, you know, sitting at the right hand of the light of the creator to being one with God, to being one with what already lives within yourself, to being one with your neighbors, to being one with the people that hurt you because you hurt people too, you know? And so my spiritual cynical kind of, expression that is coming out to you guys isn't saying, you know, be an island. It's actually saying the opposite. Let the right people in. Maybe your island just isn't filled with the right, uh, you know, tenants. And that's okay. There's billions of people on this in this world. And many do want to help and will contribute to your greatest good and whatever that, that is, and whatever that means for you. So if you're constantly being surrounded by people who let you down, I'm going to reiterate, the first step is to recognize why they're letting you down. What is it that lives with, with inside of you that is allowing this to happen? And do you have a history of inviting people within your life who are abusive? Right? Seeing these people as blessings because they're uncovering and cracking open this nut so you can really look at it. So you can be led towards the light. So you can free them from this role that you've given them that they've never asked for. They never asked for it. Instead, you want people who want to be there. You know? And some people say they want to be there, but then their actions say otherwise. Lesson learned, period. Next. Simple. You don't react. You allow yourself to draw your spirit, draw your mind and emotions into a state of blessings and gratitude and acceptance of what is real. And then you move forward in a proactive way, making positive decisions that will feed your success, not destroy it. It's so funny. Sometimes I think how easy it is for each of us to choose the wrong damn thing and how difficult it is to choose the right path. We are at a disadvantage being humans. That's the game. We're at a major disadvantage here. You know, we are at a carnival. You know those like carnival uh, games where you have to like shoot the ducks or I don't know, all that stuff. Well, they're, you know, it, we're all at the disadvantage. They are created for you to fail. They don't want you to win the stuffed animal. And if you do win it, yeah, you get applause and people look happy, but the person that created that particular game in that booth at that carnival of illusion is not happy. Right? So why do we continue to go to that carnival? Why do we continue to play that game? Well, the answer is simply that the world is that carnival. We are a part of that carnival. We are living there. It is just so much easier to 
self-gratify. It is just so much easier to go to anger than go to light or compassion. We are at a disadvantage. And I'm not saying that you are created to fail, but there was a time in the existence of the vessel, which is us, where we were winning constantly, and we chose not to. When you choose not to win all the time, then you're placing yourself in that carnival, in that gamble. And casinos and gambling is not created to allow for winning. It's difficult. Can you win? Absolutely. Can you succeed? Absolutely. Can you exceed tremendously? Absolutely. Is it a gamble? Absolutely. But can you work your way there? Can you work your way up to being able to succeed? You can. By making the right choices, by stop reacting to people, be proactive about things, give from your heart, receive with gratitude, and you're planting the seeds of success and whatever success may mean for you. Many people have different concepts of success, right? So I use that term very loosely. You know, this could be spiritual success, uh, mental success. Overcoming the smallest challenge for someone is a major success. While other people, unless they have $300 billion in their bank account, they feel like a failure. Some people who live in golden palaces feel like failures, while other people who live in cardboard boxes feel like millionaires. It's all perception. So success is a terrible word because <laughs> I truly believe everyone is successful. Everyone is successful. Just some people are successful at failing. Some people are successful at being mean and unreliable. Still success. They're succeeding. But I don't want to succeed at being a failure in human interconnectedness. I want to be remembered as being a success in helping people's greatest good and pushing people to their best. And yeah, mistakes will be made along that journey. Trust me, they are. But my intention is clean. My success, you know, if I tell you what success means for me, it truly is freedom. I would love to one day wake up and just be free of bills free of the negativity that lives in my heart, free of hate, which is such an awful feeling, free of judgment. I want to be able to look at everyone with love and compassion, all my brothers and sisters, not because, you know, that's the right thing to do, but because that's how I truly feel, right? Everyone's politically correct today because it's the right thing to be but that's not the right thing to be when there's so much political incorrectness happening. And that is the truth. Politic, polit, politics are incorrect. Yet we create this facade around something that is already a facade. And we're just living in this state of disillusionment, illusion. We are in the matrix. Governments aren't created to help people. They're created to help governments. Corporations aren't created to help people. They're created to help corporations. And, and that is the truth. That that's where we live right now. And every person we could look at as a little corporation, right? Every person is a corporation. So why would you continue to go to the same business, to go to the same store that is treating you like garbage. Why would you do that? Why would you continue to put money towards something that is actually ill-beneficial to you? Why? Why? Because you love it. I love it. We love, we love to become victims. And until we realize that we are successful for who we are, the concept of success is going to be extremely warped and demented and we will start living in the ego and we will seek instant gratification gratification to fill that void that God and love and the light can fill in a second because that is always available to you. When someone is unavailable to you, you know what is available to you is the light. 
It's you. It's your love. It's the truth of who you are without all of that egocentric behavior, without all of that negative need, without all of those strange desires that you have feeding your darkness. No. Remember, transcendentally, we are all good. We all come from good. We all come from the light. And the light is actually scientifically within us. I always find it like super intense to think that scientifically it is proven that we all have an essence of the Big Bang within our body. Like the molecules of that moment, the Big Bang, are within us. There are stars within your body. Isn't that intense? Maybe it's just me, but the fact that I, there's like a piece of like space in my body is freaky, but fabulous because it just proves that there's so much more, that we're so much bigger than you can ever imagine. But think about it. If there is space in our body, what is space? Dark matter. So there is darkness. There's a void within us because it's space. And we decide if we want to, you know, continue to live in that void or start to create beauty and life and love. That is our choice. That's our free will. Some people who are born into very loving environments can become unloving. Some people who are born into horrific environments could become so loving. So I don't necessarily agree 100% that your conditioning equals how much love you can accept and give in this lifetime. I just don't believe it, and I refuse to believe that because I, the opposite has been proven day in and day out. Yes, your conditioning can affect a lot. That is true. But isn't our purpose to undo our conditioning, right? to release all that garbage so that we can find love and find whatever we need to find within, you know, the confines of this game that we are in, which includes people. You can't be a lone wolf. That's an imbalance. You can't constantly be a social butterfly, you know, uh, wanting everyone to love you. That's an imbalance. There is a middle place. And I call this the heart space. And this is where that molecule of the Big Bang, this atom, whatever this is, this is where it lives. It's in that space. And you can fill it with pain and hate, or you can fill it with golden love. And I believe and have noticed when I have practiced filling my heart with love, I really do see loving people. And it actually helps me to see love within people that have hurt me or the people who do let me down. I'm able to still love them. I might not rely on them because that's my spiritual boundary, but I still love them. I still can say that they're good people. They're just not right for my movie in the way that I cast them. Someone who's fun to go out and have drinks with might not be the person you're going to rely on in an emergency. Hard pill to swallow, but just the truth. You'll figure out who those people are as soon as you become the reliable person. How reliable are you? When have you not been reliable? When did you let people down, right? Just think of that. You have to take accountability for your actions because if we don't take accountability for our actions and how we actually treat people, then we are living in the void. We're not going to reach that self-realization we're not going to master that in our lives. We will not become a master of ourselves. We, become a, we will become a slave to ourselves and live in a reactory state of being instead of that proactive place. And so in this moment now, uh, I would love to do a little exercise maybe. Um, and I want each of you to, wherever you are, close your eyes and take a nice deep breath. Maybe take a couple breaths, right? Just kind of letting what we've been talking about, what I've been telling you, what I've been teaching, what I've been venting, whatever I'm doing right now, <laughs> allow it to sink in, this concept. People let me down. Is that true? 
So think of that thought, people let me down. And I want you to feel it in your heart. And you maybe even can put a name to this person. Jack has let me down. My mom has let me down. My husband has let me down. My teacher has let me down. I want you to feel how that feels. Conjure up the feeling of being let down. And I want you to now think about the circumstances in which you were let down. Really truthfully see the whole picture. Look outside of your ego. Look the, to the horizon. Look at it holistically. And I'm going to ask the question again. People let me down. Blank let me down. Is this true? Is this really a true statement? Now you might have come quickly to know I let myself down, right? You might have come quickly to that because this is what we've been talking about. But some of you might, might have said, yes, it is true they let me down. So, okay, I say, let's go with that. It's true, this person has let me down. The next question is, how do you know it's true? How do you know this person let you down? How could you know that? Do you know wholeheartedly that this person had the capability of pulling you up? Did you ever think about that? That maybe this person doesn't let you down. They let everyone down. They let themselves down. They don't understand the concept of what you want them to be. So is that letting them down? Is that letting you down? Or is that just them being themselves without them thinking, oh, I let Tracy down today. I'm going to let her down. I'm going to not show up for her. That is not what they're thinking. That is not what's happening with some, this person that you feel has let you down. They're really doing the best they can. And they're probably living in a place of reaction. And they have their own issues that they're working on. Or you just cast them in the wrong part and they do not have, they don't know how to help you. They don't know how to be what you want them to be. So I go back to the question, how can you know that they let you down? How can you possibly know that that's true? Especially if the person doesn't know that they have let you down to begin with. So then we say it's not true. You can't know that that's true. And there's power in that because it releases you from this person. Here's where this, the, re, the self-realization comes in. Here's where the aha moments can happen. Here's where the Oprah moments can you know, fill our hearts. Here's where you win the car. Here's where you get the keys. This frees you from that person. It frees you from the anger you feel towards them. It frees you from the guilt you feel towards them. It frees you from everything because you cannot know that they let you down. It's impossible to know that that's true because the idea of letting someone down is a concept. It's not tangible. It's a concept. Concepts are not tangible. Right? Right. So what can we do now with this information? How can we turn this around to the truth? How can we find truth in this situation? So we are not reacting. We're not going to a place of anger. We are becoming the archeologists of the moment and we are digging. We are digging into ourselves to find the truth. So let's turn this around. Tracy did not let me down. An opposite of that is Tracy is not the right person to help me in this situation. Tracy is not the right person to help me in this situation. That can be a very true statement. Who chose Tracy? We did. You did. So another turnaround is you let yourself down because you chose the wrong person to help. 
you relied on the wrong person. And it's okay. I love myself still. You love yourself still. But that's what happened. So the turnaround, Sierra Tracy, did not let you down because she doesn't know how to lift you up. You cast her in the wrong movie. Another turnaround is you let yourself down. And how is that true? Is that a true statement? I let myself down. Well, I can right now say, yes, I've let myself down a ton of times. So then it's a true statement to say that I let myself down. And if you know that about yourself, then most likely you can point the finger at yourself. Damn, man. I did it again. I let myself down. Tracy has nothing to do with it. Mom has nothing to do with it. I know better now. I can choose now. I'm no longer an eight-year-old, a five-year-old, an infant, even a teenager. I'm an adult. I know that the power is within me to be the creator, to create my own experience of this, to create a positive experience within this perceived negative experience. So yeah, a turnaround, the truth of this whole situation is you let yourself down. But that's amazing because you can't change Tracy or your mom, but you can change yourself. So do you see where and why being accountable is freedom? Man, it feels good. Maybe in this moment, those of you who might have been struggling with this concept, I pray you feel lighter now. I pray that this exercise and this talk and this chat, however you were led to this podcast, I don't even know if people are listening, has helped you because it's helped me just by talking this out loud. I'll tell you that much. And I know these concepts, but even though I know them, I forget. So even when you know better, you constantly have to remember. You constantly have to do the work. Being spiritually centered man, being a spiritually centered woman, it, it, there's work involved. It's constant work. It's checks and balances. You are constantly in a state of working on yourself. You're constantly in a state of transcending negative into positive. Or you're constantly in a state of transcending experience into negativity. Because Tracy, not being there for you is just an experience. It's not good or bad. It just is. And that's, again, where we find radical truth. Is it a true statement that to say that people let people down? Is that a true statement? People let people down. I would say from the outside perspective, yes. It seems to be true because a lot of people complain that people let them down, that people hurt them. People have the ability to hurt. Is that true? Yes, because we see it always. And that's just the radical truth. I'm not talking about the reason why they hurt. Just why is, you know, a rock hard? We don't have to go into the reason how and why rocks are hard. They're just hard. If you want something soft, stay away from rocks. If you want something tangible, stay away from accept, uh, you know, expectation. The truth is tangible. And the truth can be a concept too. But when the truth is felt, it's real. It's tangible. You know it without a shadow of doubt that this is true because the truth will always resonate as truth with you, with us. Something that's untrue will not resonate as truth. It will resonate as a false light. It'll resonate as false confidence. It'll resonate as anger, as hatred, as blah, 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 blah. It will not resonate as truth. That is false. The truth can be painful, but it's a different type of painful. It's a different type of painful. Because when you feel pain that comes from the truth, although it might bring grief, like death is very true, 
But after the grief, there's freedom, there's relief, and there's balance and harmony. The truth harmonizes while falsehoods create disharmony in yourself, in the world, around you, in people, in your circumstances, across the board. And people play no part in your disharmony unless you allow them. I know this could be heavy for some people because I am nothing but truthful. You know, I have allowed myself throughout my spiritual journey to let in a lot of false light. And the false light that I let in, I believe to be true. But in reality, it was because I was scared of facing my truth. So it was nice to place things around myself that made me feel comfortable in the moment people that made me feel comfortable, even though they hurt me. The devil you know is better than the devil you don't, right? Because I was living in illusion. I was living in the false light. You find the true light. Truth floods in. And again, it could be a little bit unsettling, but it will always lead you in the right direction. It will lead you to your success, your abundance. It will lead you to the right cast in your movie. Because once you realize that your movie is miscast, that is your opportunity to recast it. If you continue to let these players control you, shame on you, not shame on them. Boo hoo hoo. I, I, I hate that shit. I hate when people cry over, you know, spilled milk, when they cry over something that they had full control over. Because, you know, it's like, come on, who has tolerance for that? Especially in today's age, when we're moving into 2020, we're moving into 5D, we're moving into a more spiritual renaissance where the truth exists and these false gods and these false hoods are being revealed to us and it's sucky and it's shitty and we're seeing a lot of chaos in the world. But you know what? I'd rather see chaos than see fake order, right? It's like the Truman Show. I'd rather live in the chaos than this weird, perfect movie set that I'm stuck in where everyone is lying and every, nothing is real. Why would we want that? Why, why would that be the reason why, why we came here as souls, as spirits? Why would we come here to do that? Well, we, we, we did not come here to do that. We came here to transcend that. It seems like transcend is a very good word for the day. Uh, transcend is to change energy from one state to another. So again, to allow yourself to be in the creative instead of the destructive, to find the proactive state of being versus the reactive state of being, we have to transcend some things. Sometimes we have to transcend our own blocks, our spiritual blocks, our own uh, disappointments, right? Our own guilt, fears, doubts, all of that stuff. That has to be transcended into the truth, which is just, you are perfect just as you are, and you are love. And if you connect to that perfect love, then truth can appear, and in the end, it will set you free and will allow you to make the connections that you really wish to make in your life. And it will allow for the seeds that you have been planting that are positive and that will feed you to create your forest of plenty. And the last thing I will say, you know, I mentioned in 2020 and the 5D, you know, we are shedding skin right now. The whole universe wants to shed a skin. The world is shedding a skin. And when a snake sheds its skin, it hurts. I say this all the time. But after it sheds the skin, it's new. It's fresh. It can move easier. It's lighter. It let go of something. 
And that's what 2020 is about. It's shedding this skin of illusion, of false safety, false positivity, and it's bringing you to the truth. It's not fun to live in a costume. So shed that shit. Be yourself. Let yourself shine. And a part of letting yourself shine is to say no, to create boundaries. Yes, to say yes to being accountable for your own actions and knowing that people aren't hurting you. You're most likely hurting yourself because you're allowing people to hurt you or you're putting yourself in that situation. Think ahead. Think of yourself as a company and a corporation. Look at the whole. Look at yourself holistically. Don't look for the instant gratification. Look at the bigger picture because it's the bigger picture, right? The bigger picture is the end of your movie when the forest is there, when, when the outcome happens. Not in the moment. That, that instant gratification, that's, that's blocking you and blinding you. The moment gives us a seed. The moment is a seed. After the moment, we go into time. Time, again, is the space in between cause and effect, where we wait for something to happen. Right? That's why it's important to live in the moment, because those are the seeds. That's the, your potential is there. That spark of the universe that lives within you is activated only in the moment. And you can create so much in the moment. The Big Bang happened in a moment. Big bangs are happening within us constantly. And when you go into a state of anger, that's a big bang. But is it the right big bang? Don't you want to have the big bang be loving? Because newsflash, that big bang is creating your entire universe. It's creating the whole. It's creating your bigger picture. In one instant, in one choice, you have created the bigger picture of your life. And what do you want that life to be? What do you want that life to become? Who do you want to be? Who do you want to have around you? It's intense and it's real and it's important. It's important for your greatest good because I want you to succeed. I want you to love. I want you to feel everything that you can feel and be. And yes, I want you to fail, but I want you to get up. And yes, I want people to hurt you, but I want you to learn from that hurt so that you can protect yourself and then Instead of, you know, allowing yourself to hurt, you, 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 you go into a state of love and that love transcends and touches other people and, and you spread love and then that person spreads love and you become an infectious, loving cell of energy that can spread instead of some harmful disease or whatever's happening in China right now, that coronavirus, whatever that is, it's pretty intense. Just like a virus, hate spreads. But just like a virus, love spreads. And creates the whole. We are all cells. We are all cells divided from each other at one point. At one point we were whole, now we're not. But we're still cells of each other. We all have that spark of existence inside of us. The same one. And I wish I could just say, love each other. Love each other as you'd love yourself. So much easier said than done, right? Before we can do that, sometimes we have to dissect what love means and we have to dissect what's really going on inside of the consciousness. Not only our consciousness, but human consciousness. Always think about that. Every thought, every action, every moment is creating your whole. Every time you react, you're creating a big bang. Every time you're proactive towards something, you're creating a big bang. It's all up to you. So I leave you now, guys. And I see you walking towards your success. I see you surrounded by loving, helpful, and caring people. I see you no longer needing to allow yourself to suffer. Why? Because you want the truth. You see the truth. You accept the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And that truth is love. That truth is God. And that truth lives within you now. It always has, and it always will. It is who you are. It is who you are meant to be. And it's who you will return to after you leave this body. And so it is done. Have a wonderful and blessed 
rest of your day or evening, guys. Wherever you are, I wish you nothing but love and joy and many blessings. Stay lit, stay illuminated. I'm James Benet, and you are listening to the Sunday Supper Benny Mudra podcast. Uh, and I will talk to you guys, and I will uh, follow up with you later on. If anything hit you in this moment and you feel like you want to reach out to me for anything, I love that. My email is james at b-e-n-e-m-u-d-r-a dot com, james at benemudra.com. Shoot me an email, you know, let me know how you felt about what this podcast or if you have any questions. Um, I'd love to answer any questions you might have. You also can hit me up on Facebook. Benny Mudra Wellness is the Facebook page. But I also have another page on Facebook, uh, Intuitive Healer James Benet. You can look me up there. You can go to my website, benemudra.com. And contact me through there. My Twitter is at James Benet or at Benny Mudra. There are so many ways you can get in touch with me. Um, even through this podcast, uh, my email address is below. So uh, reach out. I'd love to hear your stories about how you overcame, uh, you know, allowing negative people or unreliable people into your life and what you did and how you transcended that person and how you found your truth. So very helpful, very helpful to me to read these stories and it's helpful for my, my listeners to hear stories of triumph and love rather than failure and depletion. Again, I'm James Benet. I wish you all love, and I will talk to you soon. Ciao. This podcast has been brought to you by Bene Mudra Wellness. For more information, please visit www.benemudra.com. Thank you. Have a great day.